Isle of Man-based Microgaming is one of the biggest online gaming software providers on the planet. The award-winning company boasts the largest progressive jackpot network in the world, having paid out more than 1.2 billion euro to happy customers so far. We'd be surprised if you hadn't come across Microgaming yet, whether you're an avid slots player or someone who actually works in the gambling industry. Today we got the chance to speak with David Reynolds, a games publisher who's been with the company for well over a decade. We spoke about the new WoWpot jackpot and upcoming games that share its liquidity pool, Mega Moolah's phenomenal success and epic reputation, and we also discussed what's next for the behemoth that is microgaming. Hi, I'm David Reynolds and this is The Knowledge. I'm actually born and I grew up in the Isle of Man, so I'm a bit of a local. And then being on the island, uh, Microgame was quite a well-renowned employer, so it's a great opportunity for me to get my foot in the door and, and haven't really looked back since. David Reynolds started life at Microgaming as an account manager before working on their aggregation platform. He then went on to become the head of Bingo. I was Bingo Dave at the company and then back into the aggregation platform, working with a range of third-party suppliers and then... Pretty much for the last four years, I've been heavily involved in all things games at Microgaming, uh, managing the roadmap for our exclusive studios, delivering content to us. It's such an interesting role dealing with very talented people worldwide and every day is different with a new challenge presented. Microgaming is based on the Isle of Man with hubs in key gaming markets worldwide. So on the Isle of Man, I think we've been based here since the early 2000s, I obviously joined in 2008. We actually just had a three-year anniversary of our new headquarters, which opened in 2017. Um, it's a five-story office, and it's got about 200 employees on the Isle of Man itself. Uh, we've got quite a diverse workforce in terms of female-to-male to ratio and represents about 20 nationalities across the globe. In terms of the setup on the Isle of Man, it's a mixture of IT teams, operations, account management, compliance, and then across hubs in Malta and Gibraltar, we've got you know, dedicated partnership account managers uh, working very closely with with the operators themselves to get games to market and work commercially with them to to maximise revenues both for them and for us. The company works in collaboration with independent studios across the planet to produce their games. We we partner with a variety of independent studios to deliver exclusively to us, and and they are based around the world. With the likes of Ipswich, we've got a, a dedicated table game studio. And yeah, a variety of different locations around the world. David works directly with those studios to help make big concepts a reality. I work very closely and collaboratively with them. As I mentioned, playing as an active role at all stages of development, as the studios would essentially like, it's, it's, it's actually really important that the, t the studios themselves have a lot of creative freedom to focus on what they actually do best. And that's like try to deliver the best games that players love. And, and we try to focus on bringing those games to market. Uh, I do really enjoy the to and fro during development with the studios, giving honest playability feedback. I guess it's it's quite tough because ultimately it's maybe critiquing uh, someone's work, but the studios are so open and responsive to all feedback, which is great. Having seen a number of studio titles go live over the years, we were eager to know which was David's favourite. Lara Croft, Temples and Tombs, was probably one of those games where I thoroughly enjoyed collaborating with a studio. Uh, it was our third Lara Croft game, it's, and it's obviously a branded release. It was actually developed by Triple Edge Studios, and, and really seeing the, the evolution of the studio through that game 
was fantastic. I think they learned a lot during the development of that that kind of put them in good stead for the future. I do love those games where very early on at inception, you can just see so much potential in the game. I tend to then, you know, put a lot of time and energy where that is the case. So because ultimately it's very important to get a quality production out to market. We've asked many developers this question and we wanted to put it to microgaming too. Do they develop slots for all types of player levels or does each production have a beginner, intermediate or advanced player in mind? Uh, it's a tough one. I think it's a, it's a real mix. Uh, again, because we've got so many exclusive studios delivering content to us, we can, we can get that real mix. And what's important for me, at least managing the roadmap, is that across those studios, we are delivering to a broad, as broad an audience as possible. So uh, not necessarily with particular games, but the least content coming through tries to hit as many segments as possible. I would say, uh, at least in the market in the last 18 months, we've seen a, a trend for sort of higher volatility games, more so with bigger win potential. I think that have been aided by the likes of the streaming community that are, you know, it's in their interest to, to show games that, where they're winning big. And, you know, we've seen some of our studios adapt to that with the likes of Just For The Win, uh, who are based in Sweden. Uh, they developed a game called Wolfhound that went out about two weeks ago, did incredibly well, had win potential of up to 25,000 times stake. But all in all, it, we just tried to get the most varied and you know innovative content from that whole mix of studios that try to then meet our customers' demand and then target specific customers across that range of releases. Mega Moolah has been an incredible performer for microgaming over the years. Informed by its success, the company recently launched the WowPot Jackpot, the basis for a new progressive network. Mega Moolah has been a magnificent beast for us, I think, in terms of uh, performance over the years. And, you know, everyone kind of knows it in the market. We, we wanted to, to really tackle uh, a new jackpot seed and, you know, offer even more value for, for players with a new jackpot. So uh, we tasked Alchemy Gaming Studio with a game uh, called Wheel of Wishes, which was to put us on a, a path to greater progressive jackpot network in the industry. And the Wow Pot jackpot was it's effectively the brand which the jackpot is. But instead of a 1 million starting seed uh, that Mega Mula has, it has a starting seed of 2 million euros. It has a higher theoretical hit of that jackpot, of the Mega Jackpot on it. There's four tiers of jackpots exactly like Mega Moolah. Uh, the second tier major jackpot actually is seeded at 50,000 euros, uh, which is actually five times higher than, than Mega Moolah. Uh, so that's the essence behind the wild pot jackpot. But then it's about delivering games that uh, fit within that liquidity pool. Alchemy set us off really strongly at the beginning of the year um, with their release. And, and, and more recently, Book of Atom has then gone live and and links into that same liquidity pool. And now Sisters of Oz from Triple Edge Studios, and that will add further into that liquidity. The player will play uh, the game they love best there in terms of Book of Atom, uh, where they try and trigger 500 times a stake in the base game and can win up to 5,000 times stake in the free spins. But along the way, they're trying to basically trigger the progressive jackpot, and the studio has done a great job of adapting that. And then Sisters of Oz is just a, an adaptation 
of the land of Oz that we embarked on with, with, with the book of Oz earlier. And we've essentially done the same thing in tapping into the, the, the liquidity pool there um, to help to trigger to aggressive jackpot for that game. Uh, in addition to that, what's, what's really great is we've got another game coming at the beginning of October called African Legends. In that particular game, we don't link into every jackpot. We are only linking into the wild pot major jackpot, which, as I mentioned before, is seeded at 50,000 euros. Since Wheel of Wishes went live, we've had about 20 hits of the major jackpot. And whilst it's seeded at 50,000 euros, I think we've paid out nearly 2.5 million over those hits already. And the biggest of which was actually two days after launch, 330,000 euros or so. So what is it, in David's opinion, that goes into making a quality slot game? Uh, yeah, I think it's the, the holy grail, really, isn't it? Like everyone's trying to, to get the best games to market, uh, just in terms of my thoughts, at least. I think, you know, so much of it is just based on a solid math model um, that the studios spend so much time cooking up. <laughs> and that's probably quite a lot of the design approach. Uh, but it's very important to combine that with actually engaging mechanics, timing of the feature rounds, where you distribute the RTP in the game. That's really at the heart of the successful uh, casino game. But if you can combine that with fantastic theme that, you know, it's really immersive in terms of design, production quality, mobile performance in terms of uh, adaptation to like portrait mode and the feel of the game for the player. I think that's where sort of the real magic comes in with the games and combining those key ingredients, all the blood, sweat and tears that the studio puts in, you know, the passion and the care during development, that's that's actually core to it as well. And, and getting that feedback loop going during development to add in to those ingredients. We wanted to know what exactly it is that differentiates microgaming from their many competitors. I think, you know, our ability to lead the change we've, we've provided high quality games for, for a number of years now to, I think it's over 800 gaming brands worldwide. We have got an award-winning aggregation platform as well. Uh, you know, we are integrating a whole host of both exclusive studio content and top performing content from other third party suppliers that we, we integrate directly in. But the, the strategy with our exclusive studios is, is helping to, to really take a, a diverse catalog of games to, to new levels. You know, we really have diversified our product offering and hopefully the, the industry is, has kind of seen that for the last couple of years. It's it's really imperative that with these exclusive studios, uh, we're keeping up with a, a really ever evolving market, uh, meeting operators' demands, but more importantly as well, combining what the, what the players' demands and expectations are because ultimately they're the, they're the end consumer of the product. The company has had a packed release schedule in 2020 so far. We wanted to know some of David's highlights. I think there's been a number of uh, new studio launches that we had. It's been great to see the guys that potentially started development during like 2019 suddenly getting their games to market. It's been fantastic. Uh, you know, you really feel uh, every day with the studio and and you know the excitement of getting that game from inception of idea to get through. So that that will never change. I think that's always going to be a highlight for me. The progressive uh, content that we've obviously talked through already, it's, it's just been really great to get more games out to market there. And when we continue to look forward to that, 
I think outside of my role for microgaming as well, we've welcomed up quite a lot of content partners that we've worked with and integrated into our aggregation platform. So the likes of Stake Logic and Icon um, in the last few weeks alone have on new partners on the horizon. And we've welcomed several new customers to that are integrated with us now. So we've got the likes of Ladbrokes Coral Group, Svenska Spell in Sweden, the likes of Triple Eight and, and Betson are pushing into new markets with us as well. So that's that's really been great. But I think the highlights for me is just actually looking at the roadmap and just seeing how strong it actually is and getting the feedback from the marketplace that is actually seeing that. It's been really great to hear and see and feel feel part of a bit of a journey that that, that microgame is actually going on at the moment. And uh, yeah, just excited to see these games going out. Finally, we wanted to know what upcoming games David thinks are going to excite and delight slots players. We talked about the progressives, but we've got a new branded slot, Tarzan slot coming. We've already got a Tarzan slot within the, the microgame portfolio, but uh, Game Burger Studios are developing Tarzan. It's going out at the end of October. It's actually getting through certification now, so very, very close to, to seeing that go live. We've got a, a Dead Mouse brand that's going out to market as well, so excited about that. But I think one of the, the major big ones that we'll be having coming uh, very soon is, is Game of Thrones, uh, which we, we, we talked about at ICE. And seeing that come through uh, is, is, is really exciting. That's from uh, Slingshot Studios. In terms of mechanics, uh, we've got our first reactor slot coming later this year, and, and we're delving further into uh, hold and spin type mechanics that we've got on our roadmap as well, and, and, and more sequels. So we've got Real Gems Deluxe uh, coming at the end, of, uh, beginning of November, and that's that's the follow-up to a very successful Real Gems that we've had go live before. So yeah, very exciting rest of the year, and very exciting quarter one coming up already. A massive thank you to David Reynolds, games publisher at Microgaming, for appearing on today's episode of The Knowledge. If you'd like to learn more about what Microgaming are working on, you can check them out at microgaming.co.uk. If you haven't already, do make sure to subscribe to The Knowledge on SoundCloud, Spotify and iTunes, and follow gambling.com on Twitter at gambling underscore com for the latest gambling news and reviews. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Knowledge Podcast, brought to you by Gambling.com. To hear new episodes as soon as they're released, make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify and SoundCloud. Follow Gambling.com on Twitter at Gambling underscore com for all the knowledge you need.